everybody welcome back to my podcast ariel's whisper today i want to do something a little bit different so usually i have a script for my podcast um just about what i want to say just to make sure i don't say the wrong things and i actually do my research um i analyze and like and conclude and like <laughs> you know it's all very systematic but today i just thought that i would do something a little bit different because it's been two months since i came back to canada and i just thought that it would be quite nice if i do a spontaneous and also honest review and reflection of how i've been in these past two months so yeah yesterday i just came back from sunshine coast which is on vancouver island um, I was there for three days and two nights and it was really really relaxing literally it's literally sunshine and coast everywhere like we took a ferry from Vancouver to Sunshine Coast and like the moment we landed um, it's just all like clear skies blue water it's just so relaxing so chill I just thought that wow I could just stay here forever like literally i caught myself spacing out so much because i was so enjoying the beautiful nature i would just sit there and like stare at the waters or the skies for like a good 10 minutes without moving or even without thinking much and i thought it was just such a good recharge especially for someone like me who's always very on the get-go you know i'm always very um perfectionist i think a lot about like what to do next my goals how to achieve them so i would say that this trip back to canada really allowed me to slow down really allow me to rethink what is most important in life so yeah before i start i thought i'll just give you guys a little background if you don't know already um i was born in taipei and then I moved to Vancouver with my family when I was three years old. Stayed here till nine years old and moved back to Taiwan again for another seven, yeah, seven, eight years until I graduated from junior high in Taiwan when I was 15. And then I came back to Canada again for the rest of my education. So basically my senior high school, three years, and then plus college, pharmacy school, that's another five years. So that's like eight years in total. And after I graduated, I decided to move back to Taiwan for music. So I would say I have a pretty good balance of both the Asian and Western culture. I think I spend equal amount of times in both places. And this has really allowed me to have perspective, I guess, both on the education, the culture on both sides. So coming back to Canada this time after just being in Asia and just working there after I graduated for three years, I think it has made such a significant impact on me that I would even describe it as life-changing. Like coming back, first of all, I had to quarantine at a hotel for three days and then 11 days at home but then i got my first dose of vaccine and i just thought i would stay at home for another two weeks just to make sure my immune system is building up and responding well to the vaccine to protect myself so i literally stayed at home for a good month before i actually started to enjoy my vacation here but I would actually say that this whole month of being at home, I don't know why, even though I was at home, just being in Vancouver makes me feel grounded. 
makes me feel very relaxed and makes me feel that even though I'm not doing much outside, I still feel like I'm on vacation. <laughs> I was doing a lot of work、um, and I'm still working a lot, but I just feel very peaceful. And I often wonder if it's just because、um, everything is just very spacious here. It's very、um, associated with nature. I would say that Vancouver has such a good balance of both the city urban feels and also the nature rural aspect that you can just like drive for. Let's say like twenty, thirty minutes, and you can just go to different、um, mountains to hike.、Um, you can do a lot of outdoor activities while still staying pretty close to, let's say, downtown Vancouver, where you have all the city. I think I love Vancouver for that. It's just the perfect combination, and I think I concluded it's just because I'm such a、um, goal getter. That、uh, just being here in Vancouver really allows me, or kind of even pushes me to slow down, pushes me to just breathe, enjoy the nature, and just enjoy life in general. Okay, so before I start with, I guess like the whole other reflection or like life changing aha epiphany moment that I had being here, I thought I would just start out with some fun things such as. People commonly ask me, "What is your most missed food here in Canada?" Before I came back, I was like,、hmm, "That's that's a very hard question because I love, absolutely love dim sum, and it's so hard to find good ones after you have tasted dim sum here in Vancouver." My Hong Kong friends always joke about how even when they go back to Hong Kong, dim sum does not taste as good as the ones here. Why? Because I think during 1997 to like the 2000s, all the chefs, like the really good chefs in Hong Kong, immigrated to Vancouver and they opened up their restaurants here. So like here, dim sum is just oh. Top notch, you know. I remember when I was here studying、um, and with my family here, we would go to dim sum literally every week. Like in school, no joke, people know me as like, oh, she like, you know, Ariel's like the dim sum girl because she just goes to dim sum with her family like every week. Even though at dim sum, usually you see more elderly people just sipping on their tea and reading newspapers. Um, yeah, you would definitely see me every week, especially like Sunday after church.、Um, like my family and I, we would just like go to Yamcha and we just sip on our teas and talk. So yeah, I really miss that. And、um, just coming back, I haven't really dined in at a dim sum restaurant yet. But I remember on the fourth day of my quarantine, so from I was leaving the hotel and coming back home, my friend actually surprised me with dim sum, and I was really touched. Um, I was doing some takeout, but I was still just like, oh, I miss this so much, and it just feels so good to have this again in Canada. Another food that I really liked—it's <laughs> not poutine, which is what Canada is known for—and、uh, if you don't know what poutine is, basically. Fries with gravy plus cheese curds. Sometimes they add in bacon bits, but it's a little bit too heavy for me. I'm more on the healthier side now.、Um, so yeah, like my other favorite food from Vancouver is actually Vancouver style poke. Okay, I know it sounds funny because like the two food items that I miss the most—they're not even like I guess authentically Canadian, but you know they just taste so good here. Like literally. 
I feel like Vancouver is such a big like immigration city that all the food items here are so authentic because they're actually from, you know, the people who immigrated here that like carry their authentic, I don't know, cooking talent skill or whatever. So it just tastes extra good here. <laughs> yeah, so um, Vancouver style poke apparently um, is even better than the Hawaiian poke. Like I asked my friend yesterday who went to Hawaii a couple times. I was like, oh, so how's the like the real deal poke there? She's like, honestly, Vancouver is much better because you get a lot of choices of the sauces or like the toppings, the items that you want to put. So there's more variety. And I'm like, you know what? I totally agree. Because even in Taiwan, it's so hard to find really good poke and I always kind of get a little bit disappointed so if you guys know any good poke places or dim sum places in Taipei please let me know because I'm going back very soon at the end of September and I think I will be missing my dim sum and poke very soon again so yes please comment below if you have any recommendations I would uh thank you forever <laughs> Alright, so um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you guys is that I went zip lining for the very first time at Whistler. It was a couple weeks ago, and honestly, I've never thought that I would become an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> I think I always play things by the safe side, um, and I wasn't really into extreme activities until recently. I don't know, just coming back to Canada, I feel so liberated, and I feel like, you know, you only live once, YOLO, um, you should use money to buy experiences instead of buying, I guess, materialistic things that don't really last. I just started being more adventurous. Maybe I am adventurous like deep down inside, but I was just being very cautious and all that. But now at the age of 26, I'm like, you know what? Before 30, I really want to try out some extreme activities before my body cannot handle it anymore. So I went to ziplining and um, the person was like, oh, good for you for your first time ziplining you chose like literally the most intense one out of all the ziplining options here at Whistler so it was really fun but also really scary at the same time when I had to take that step out and just let go of myself <laughs> hanging there on the zipline and thank goodness I had a friend beside me so we I kind of could not bail like <laughs> we were counting down three two one I was like oh I'm gonna push myself down and to be honest looking back I felt that I was more scared of losing that GoPro in my left hand that I borrowed from my friend than just losing my life <laughs> I was like oh my gosh Ariel do not let go of that GoPro and I'm very thankful that I had that GoPro with me to kind of document like the first 10 seconds of me just screaming so loud but then after those 10 seconds, I felt very at peace. You know, you kind of get used to it and you just see yourself being surrounded by such beautiful nature around you. You see the beautiful skies, the sun is on you. You look down, there's like mountains and rivers. And at that moment, I really felt like a bird, very free flying in the air and it felt awesome. So I would totally recommend if you're not afraid of heights and if your body allows, um, zipliming is definitely a great option to just experience the nature. 
And there's also very easy ones. You don't have to do the one that we did, which like apparently went up to 140 kilometers per hour for the speed. But you can do those like easier ones where they actually kind of give you a tour, and you can just like let yourself breathe <laughs> when you do the zip line. And I'm actually thinking of doing a primal swim or perhaps bungee jumping before I go back to Taiwan. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll document that with GoPro as well and. Um, share with y'all on my social media. So remember to follow me on my Instagram stories, especially because I um, regularly update what's going on in my life out there. But yeah, another thing that I really want to try before I go back to Taiwan is grouse grind. So Vancouver is quite known for its hikes, and this grouse grind is especially very challenging. It's not really that much of a view hike, like you don't get views along the way while you hike, but it's very challenging for people who are fit because it's constantly a steep steep hill going up so it's like challenging your hamstrings your quads there's like crazy people who challenge themselves to get season passes and they do it every day as their workout so usually i think people spend around like an hour and a half to two hours to do the grouse grind but crazy people can go up to like only 30 minutes and they complete it so Last time, um, I remember just before going back to Taiwan, I did the grouse grind twice, and my time was like an hour and ten minutes to twenty minutes. And I would like to challenge myself to go below one hour. So we'll see how that goes. I've been doing hikes a lot this past week, and like almost every single day, I'm like, my legs are dying. Even though I work out a lot, I just think that it's a different kind of cardio, and it doesn't necessarily translate to another type of activity. Such as hiking, so yeah, I'm training my legs to be stronger. <sighs> just cherishing all the times here in Vancouver, doing all these outdoor activities, and just uh, being alive in the nature. And I guess that's the power of nature too. No matter what problems you're facing right now, the moment you step out into nature, it's as if your worries just kind of dissipate. I think it's also because when you step on in nature, you realize how insignificant and how small you are and your problems are in comparison to this grand, majestic Mother Nature. So I love being in nature, and、um, I really wish that all of you can also feel what I was feeling,、um, even though you might not be in Canada right now. Even just you know stepping out of your doorstep <laughs> and just breathing in some air, allowing your mind to calm down. Just look up at the sky and just close your eyes and take a moment to breathe and just appreciate the nature and appreciate how life has been for you. All right, so、um, that was not even like the most memorable part of my trip. I think those activities they were very, they were really really fun, but for me, what really kind of changed my life and my perspective was the fact that I got to catch up with a lot of old friends, and I'm actually really really thankful for such great friends since high school, university, pharmacy school, my church. I'm so grateful for such a great community here in Vancouver.、It、just makes me feel like home. And just seeing all these friends that I've known for five years, ten years, even more than twenty years—it just makes me 
it just makes me feel that I'm so blessed that I'm able to catch up with them. And even though we haven't seen each other for so long, the moment we see each other and we click right away, and um, just happy for whatever they're doing, it just it just makes me feel so content. <laughs> it makes my heart feel so full. So yeah,、um, I think what happened was that every time I hung out with an old friend, just catching up, I would always ask them, "Hey, where do you see yourself in five years?" Or where do you see yourself at thirty, or thirty-five, or forty? And what amazed me was the fact that all of them, even though right now they're all doing really well, they're all really smart, they have great jobs, they're ambitious and hardworking, but all of them, their answers revolved around family and relationships. A lot of them said that、uh, they hope by the age of thirty or thirty-five, they will have a nice family. They'll get to have good work-life balance. Which I think this work-life balance is really key here in Canada, especially in Vancouver. People really value the quality of life.、Um, they don't allow work to overconsume them. They don't allow work to stress them out too much, and they really make sure to take care of their mind, their spirit, their mental health. And just their life in general, they really focus on being present and just living. So I was really amazed because this is such a big contrast to the working culture in Asia, where we constantly work overtime. And especially for my work, being a singer-songwriter, there's no certain break time or break day. As in, I feel like I'm working 24/7, thinking about. What to do for my career? Always, what song I should write?、Um, what music work I should do right now? And it came to a point where I almost felt guilty taking a break.、Um, I would go on vacations, but in the back of my mind, I would be like, "Oh, I should have used this time to do something productive for my work." And it was actually very unhealthy and toxic at times because my brain was just restless, and even sometimes during sleep, I would still dream about work because it's just all mixed up. And I was just very confused also why it just didn't also give me happiness when I was supposed to do the thing that makes me the happiest, which is music. So I think、um, just. Being here in Vancouver and talking to my friends and seeing how they live their lives really pushed me to rethink. Okay, what matters the most in life? I've been working really hard and I've always been that overachiever since young.、Um, I was always that,、uh, you know, awarded student and I followed the rules really well. I、uh, got my pharmacy degree and I. I'm even at company right now in Taiwan.、Um, colleagues would always be like, "Yeah, Ariel is like super hardworking, and like she really tries hard, and she fights for every opportunity." But then at the end of the day, I ask myself, "Is this making me happy? And am what I am working for makes me happy? Is it worth it?" And then I realize that maybe. I focused too much on my career, and I lost sight of how important the other things in life are. So this morning, I actually came across this article, or it's a research conducted by Harvard, and it's been going on for actually a few decades. 
And they've concluded that the secret to long-term happiness is actually relationships. So they found out that no matter what your physical health is like when you're old, it doesn't matter as long as you have healthy relationships around you. So you have a good family, you have a good spouse. Compared to being lonely, having good relationships around you actually make you happier regardless of your physical condition. And I thought that was pretty interesting because a lot of times now in society really focus on goals, like setting goals and achieving them, being productive, being successful, and just aiming high in general. I don't want to say that that is wrong because we all need a drive to keep working hard. We all need to make money, right? And but I just feel like sometimes we forget to ask ourselves if we live to work, or do we work to live? So these past two months,、um, I've really kind of just allow myself to adjust. I still work a lot, especially when I first came back to Canada、um, during quarantine. I was cooking a lot, which was a new hobby that I picked up, and I really enjoyed it. I was like, "Wow, I never thought that I would enjoy the slow lifestyle." Like even just waiting for the water to boil, I was just standing there. I was like, "Wow, I'm like savoring this moment of just." Being present and waiting for the water to boil, <laughs> but yeah,、um, I've taken up like cooking and I really enjoyed it because I just love food,、I、find it very therapeutic. And besides that,、um, I still do a lot of work. I was still quite a workaholic. I think it's just part of me, part of my nature, especially just coming back from Asia, and that's also the work culture there. But over the course of time here, I've slowly allowed myself to slow down more and tell myself it's okay, and I should be enjoying doing nothing at times. I should be enjoying my breaks properly without feeling guilty or without having constantly work thoughts in the back of my mind. And yesterday, just coming back from Sunshine Coast, just me spacing out in the nature, I really felt happy. For a very long time, I haven't felt that peace. I'm just so glad I'm able to find that after so long and after just being here and enjoying life. So yeah, I just want to share with you. No matter where you are right now, no matter what you're doing, I hope you also find a good work-life balance, and I hope you also just get to think about what you really cherish and value the most in life. I do wish that.、Um, We will find the key to long-term happiness, and that's the most important, right? To live life happily and healthily, to foster meaningful relationships, to love, and to be loved. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast.、Um, I still have so many things that I want to do before I go back to Taiwan. I'll for sure let you guys know, and、uh, feel free to also comment below any thoughts or any things that you kind of resonate with. And don't forget to subscribe and follow me. And oh my gosh, like as I'm recording this podcast, do you guys notice a difference between、um, right now my tone and just like the style of my podcast compared to the very beginning when I was in Taiwan? Don't you find me right now like? Much softer and laid back and chill and just more relaxed, <laughs> or is it just me? I don't know if you guys can tell, but I can definitely tell. Right now, I'm just like living the life. Hopefully, I can carry that same attitude back to Asia when I'm working. And yeah, 
You guys can also keep me accountable and remind me as well. <laughs> Alright, and lastly, I just wanted to introduce this song to you at the very end of this episode. It's called Strong, Yongan Chan Li. It's a song that I wrote this year in April. I was going through quite a tough and confused time just in terms of life and work. And it happened to be an Easter Sunday, went to church, and I felt very, very encouraged and inspired. So I came home and I wrote this song to remind myself to be strong. I'm just very grateful that my faith really gave me that strength um, to stand back up strong again. So yeah, enjoy the song, Strong, and I'll see you next time. Bye! Oh, 你。